For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Believe in Lines. That's B-L-E-A-V in Lines right here on the Believe Network. I'm your host, as always, at Javanaugh87, Jack Kavanaugh. And I am joined by a man who knows a little something about free agency, a little something about the Detroit Lions. He was an all-pro, an interception leader, an all-world safety for the Detroit Lions. It's Glover Quinn. What's up? Not too much. Just following the news. It's been a crazy time. Crazy time for the Detroit Lions. Crazy time for some of our friends of the show. Free agency, man. It is just wild. Yeah, man. It's a it's a crazy, energetic, hectic, excited, frustrated time all in one. It's kind of how you can put it. <laughs> Happy sad mad everything all in one a little bit annoyed yes everything but it's a great time for a lot of players and you know but on the other hand it's a you know it could be sad for us a lot of players too and that's the thing a lot of guys it's, they're changing homes they're changing positions they're changing their entire life plan and Sometimes it comes out of the blue, like your Darren Waller. Darren Waller said he had no idea he was getting traded to the New York Giants, and then all of a sudden, he's not a Raider anymore. He's on his way out. And I know you never got traded, but I know you also had some friends get traded. So what's that like when it's you're not expecting, and all of a sudden, just oh hey, buddy's gone. You know that's kind of you know that's kind of weird. Like when you're getting traded, you know, like I said, I've never been traded. Um, but the people that I've talked to that have been traded, a lot of times you don't even know. You know, you have situations where people ask for trades and they're seek, actively seeking to be traded, right? They know. But a lot of times, you know, you see these stories of people like, man, I found out I got traded on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Like, that's real. Like, some of these people – and, you know, your agents are kind of in the loop, but sometimes your agent just been talking, but they don't really know, and then all of a sudden they pull the trigger and, boom, it's done. Because, I mean, your agent really doesn't have anything to do with the trade. Your agent really is just to negotiate new deals. They don't have anything to do with the team, the other team, and what's in the trade compensation package. They don't have any idea. And unless you are some type of, I don't know, because obviously, if they're if they're trading you, you're probably out of graces with them. So it's not like they feel like, hey, let's call such and such and make sure he's okay with being traded. No, they're gonna make the deal, and you're gonna find out. Oh, I just got traded. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I mean, I guess. And so for for Darren, yeah, you know him being, you know, a tight end, uh, the the key piece to that offense, and. You know, you're going into a year, you just got a new quarterback, hopefully. I, I mean, I don't even know who they got. Oh, they got they signed Jimmy G, I think, right? Yeah, you just got a new got quarterback. 
And um, next thing you know, it's like, oh, I'm getting traded. I'm the, I'm the second best. I'm probably the most important. I mean, I know they got Devontae Adams, but the tight end, you know, being able to control the game at the tight end position, that's that's key in today's game. You know, you put a lot of pressure on the defense when you can control a game from a tight end spot. Um, and now you look up, you get traded. I mean, I mean, you're going from Vegas to New York. Maybe he liked Vegas better. I don't know. But I, I don't know where that came from. That was out of left field. He was surprised. I was surprised. So I don't know, man. But those trades are crazy. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through to the final four and championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V to receive your bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, I, I did not see that one coming. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the only time players are kept in the loop is if there's, say, a re, uh, like there, it's a veteran, it's a respect factor. It's like, hey, it's time to move on, but we're going to keep you in the loop. Either that or they need a new contract in order to make the deal happen, like the Philadelphia Eagles with A.J. Brown. They weren't trading for A.J. Brown and then getting the contract done. The contract had to be signed when the trade went through. So, other than that, though, it, it feels like it's a lot of surprises. Bud Dupree from the Titans, he said, I found out on Twitter that I'm getting cut. Stuff like that just blows my mind. Yeah, and that was weird because, you know, the, the team generally calls you and tells you that they're going to release you, you know. Um, most of the time, you know it already. Like, you know, when I played my, when I played my last year in Detroit, you know, like I said, I had I had asked to be released before the season. They didn't want to do it. And then the way the season went and just the vibe, like I was going to retire anyway. But they called and released me, you know, in February. So they generally call you and tell you that they're going to release you. I, I've never really seen or heard many times people just like, yeah, I found out I got cut on Twitter because the team generally calls you and, and release you now trades. Yeah. You might find out about that on Twitter, but cutting they supposed to call you and at least tell you. Yeah. Just a, a little bit disrespectful almost like I've put in all this work. I understand with the trade cause it's so it, it happens at the snap of a fingers, but with a cut, you've, you've put forethought into this. You've been planning this for a while just to not call it. I don't know. It feels disrespectful and on the other hand you get some players announcing that they're going to be leaving announcing that they're going to be cut like Darius Slay did announces he's going to get cut and then the Eagles decide uh, we we kind of regret that we don't we don't want to get rid of you Darius how about we give you a two-year 42 million dollar extension instead stays in Philly but that whole saga was weird and I'm sure you were following it just kind of like what the hell is going on here yeah I mean you know and that stuff happens, right? Because 
when you say you're going to cut somebody, right? Well, you don't officially cut them until the league year, probably, right? So, like I say, they informed him, hey, we 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 need to lower your salary cap number, yada yada yada. Okay, well, I don't necessarily want to restructure my deal, right? You want to lower you want to lower my salary cap? Give me an extension. Well, well, we cool. Seek a trade. Cool. So that's when you see the reports. Oh, the Eagles give Slate permission to seek a trade. Okay. No trade comes about. Well, we're probably going to have to end up releasing you. So he was informed, I guess, two or three days before he's going to be released. So then when that starts spreading around the NFL, these other teams are like, oh, well, I guess Slay's going to be on the market. It's the free agent tampering period. Maybe we can call Slay and see if we can get a deal done if he's going to be a free agent, right? So then when, you know, Philly probably hears about a couple of deals that was going down, a little money that was going to be paid, it's kind of, ah, well, you know what? I don't know if we want to let that happen. Let's, what can we do to, you know, keep you here in Philly? And then now you stand in Philly. That's kind of how that whole thing went down. I don't want to get into too much specifics. I'll let him tell his story, but that's that's kind of what went down. He was had another team in line to uh to sign and Philly came back. It's like, ah nah. Let's make this right. And he told him what he felt like he wanted, what he needed. They made it happen. Now he's still in Philly. That's <laughs> the craziest thing. <laughs> That's really incredible. The fact that it, well, wait, that they're, they're trying to sign you. No, I don't think we're about right. that. And I, I'm not going to ask, but I have heard rumors that the Dallas Cowboys were sniffing around Darius Slay before Stephon Gilmore trade went through. I'm not going to ask you to confirm just, I could see the Eagles saying, oh, wait, the Cowboys? No, nah, we're we're, we're going to keep you. Well, the team that he told me it wasn't the Cowboys. Oh, okay. So I, I, I won't ask. I, I won't put <laughs> you on that where, where the offer was. But that was my first thought. Well, yeah, the Eagles aren't going to let him go to the Cowboys. But Right. But, uh, yeah, and the Cowboys trading for Stephon Gilmore, too. I, I don't know if that one – because Gilmore doesn't talk a lot in the media. You don't know if that one was a surprise to him or if he knew it was coming. But – Man, there are just some crazy moves across the NFL that you just don't see coming. Now you got Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore together. Yeah, that was weird to me. I'm just being honest. Like that was weird to me because I felt like, you know, having two good corners is good, but none of that matters if you don't have good safety play. And like, they must really like their safeties. Because, I mean, you can have a good corner and an okay corner and upgrade your safeties, and now you got a solid secondary. But just because you got two good corners, if you don't have good safety play over the top of those guys or behind those guys, they're not going to be able to be as good because it's still hard. <laughs> it's still <laughs> hard. Like You still, you still got to have some help every now and then. Um, 
But I'm, I was like, man, I'm pretty sure there was there's some more pieces to the puzzle that the Cowboys could have used or did than trading for another like corner. And I know Stefan's getting older, and you know maybe he didn't cost as much, but I I don't know. I, I probably would have did something different with that. But shout out to Stefan. Now he's in Dallas. I can drive to Dallas and pick up those jerseys for you now, Stefan. It's an easier, uh, easier, <laughs> it's an easier transition, transaction, sh- or whatever you want to call it. It's a short drive to Dallas and uh, get some jerseys framed for Stefan Gilmore. He's this will be jersey number four because he got there. No five because he got the Bills, he got the Patriots, he got the Panthers, he got the Colts, and now he's got the Cowboys. You got some business lined up there, Clover. Yeah, I mean that's a lot, right? Yeah, Bills, Patriots. Panthers coat yeah five jerseys yeah and I mean and his catalog of jerseys that he probably swapped with other people are probably crazy and the Super Bowl jerseys as well like he's 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 had a pretty good career yeah I'm about to hit him back up we talked one time and I'm about to hit him up hey you coming to Dallas man you can bring all that with you bro I, I can meet you in Dallas I'll make that drive for you don't even have to ship it anymore. You can just pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. There a lot of cornerback moves around the NFL. One thing I'm noticing, there's not a whole bunch of game-breaking contracts being given out to any position, it seems. And it seems almost as if safety and cornerback are the two positions that are kind of getting paid a little bit of offensive linemen. But if you're a receiver, if you're a running back, you're taking a, a bargain this year in free agency. Well, I don't know if they're taking a bargain, but I just feel like they're getting, you know, you we don't see any of the the, the marquee names. I mean, yeah. these are I mean, these are average names of guys that you know what I'm saying. We're not seeing, you know, Devontae Adams is not a free agent. We're not seeing him get paid. We're not seeing. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill and, you know, some of these top guys, you know, we're not seeing that. We're seeing, you know, good, solid pieces to teams. Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, he's getting $33 million. That's $11 million a year, right? What did he do, three for 33 something like that? Yeah. You know, he's getting $11 million a year to be a role player. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing – you know, and and that shows that a lot of these teams are probably not letting these marquee guys get to the market. Like, no, we're either going to lock you up, we're going to trade you, or we can't let you get to the market because if we let you get to the market, then these guys are setting the market on fire, which raises the bar for the average person, right? So we're not going to let you get to the market. And that's what we're seeing. Like, you don't see – like it would have been the craziest thing if Darius Slay would have made it to the market. And he's an older guy. Well, I don't want to say older, but he's not 28, 27. But I think he still would have been a hot commodity on the market. They already had a team offering him money. You know what I'm saying? So I just think, like I said, I just think the deals that we're seeing are just the caliber of players, you know what I'm saying? Like Jamal Williams led the league in NF in, in touchdowns. But like I say, I don't know if that holds as much merit across the league for as far as him being a great running back as much as it's, hey, 
you stay healthy all year, very opportunistic. Your team got down inside the five a lot of times without being able to make those touchdowns from a bigger play, and you just was able to punch it in. So you're good short yardage, running back, inside the tackles, third down, goal line. But we don't really know if you're a true game breaker as a running back. So that's why you only get three for $12 million. And I mean, for for you to take that deal with the Saints, but the Lions give somebody else $6 million a year, that goes to show you it's like, well, heck, why didn't the Lions offer you $6 million a year? Why didn't you take $6 million to stay with the Lions? Or did the Lions offer you $5 million a year? Or four? Like, I guess the Lions didn't offer him more than $4 million a year because he took four with the Saints, and he really wanted to stay with the Lions from what I hear. So the Lions must didn't offer him more than $4 million a year. Yeah. And, you know, you're the touchdown leader, so you're probably going into the offseason like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get – Mm, it's tough, you know. So I think that's what we're seeing with some of these deals. We're not seeing any other like huge, huge, huge names. You're seeing backup quarterbacks and you know Andy Dalton's and Marcus Mariota's and you know what I'm saying guys, you know Baker Mayfield and you know there's guys that are you know they're okay guys, but we're not seeing the the game breaking, the game breaking guys, um, that are getting deals. In my opinion, I I think that does add up. You know, I was kind of surprised because Christian Kirk last year, he got the $18 million a year deal at wide receiver. But at the same time, that market was being pushed up because AJ Brown just signed his extension. It wasn't on the open market, but he signed Devontae Adams, signed Tyree Kill signs a year later. Those contracts are in the rear view mirror. And it's no, I'm not paying you near $20 million a year. You're you're not worth that running back. The top running back contract we've seen is $6.25 million a year, which is good money, but it's not near the top of the market at running back Lions $6 million a year for David Montgomery. It seems as though they plan to have him replace Jamal Williams a little bit more, but that's not a, a game breaking contract either. It's, it's a lot of these, a lot of under $10 million a deal, the only, or a year deals. The only, two really big ones I've seen were Jesse Bates, the safety to the Atlanta Falcons. He's making 16 per. And then Jawan Taylor, the offensive tackle from the Jaguars, he's making $20 million a year to come to the Kansas city chiefs. But outside of that, it is a lot of $11 million. The, uh, at most. What was the uh, Orlando Brown deal? Orlando Brown's getting 16 million per year. Okay. With the but, well, the, but see, you know, when you look at the market for as the running backs go, right? Tony Pollard signs the franchise tag. It's $10 million a year. So if he's considered one of the top running backs in the league, he's only yeah. getting $10 a year. Nobody else is getting close to that. Yeah, that's true. Saquon, too. Josh Jacobs. All When all of those guys are on the tag, it does push the market down, doesn't it? Yeah. Though, I mean, you're not getting more than, than, than that. And that's 10 10 Okay, well, cool. You, all right, you get six. That's good. You know, so I mean, the the money is there, so you know they're doing a good job. It seems like of paying a lot of people solid money, as opposed to one or two people getting all of it. 
Um, but like, like I said, none none of these guys are like marquee guys. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't, we wasn't going. We didn't even expect that in free agency, though. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't go into free agency expect. Oh man, this guy's gonna be a free agent. This guy's gonna be a free agent. This guy's gonna like it's gonna be a hot market. Like we wasn't even expecting that. It was. I mean, you look at all of the lines first round. I mean, free agency, free agent guys. I mean, you could have signed all those guys for fifty million dollars. Yeah, Kaminsky, Anzalone. Jamal, what did Deshaun get in Miami? Deshaun didn't even make $2 million on his one-year deal. That surprised me that they didn't bring him back for less than two. I mean, I told you, if you're a safety in the NFL, if you can't turn the ball over and be a game changer, it's hard to get big money. A lot of people can tackle. We need game changers. Deshaun Elliott didn't even have an interception. He had one force, I mean, one fumble recovery. I think I remember when he started doing the the soccer trot. Outside of that, impact plays, where where were they? And you said, well, he could tackle. Yeah, a lot of people can tackle, bro. You know, like we want impact plays, man. Like, like, can you change the game? I don't know. That does, that does make sense. That does add up. And I, I would imagine now the Lions, they think Tracy Walker, he's ahead of schedule because they haven't brought in a safety. Right now, I think it's just Tracy and uh, Kirby Joseph. So either they're drafting or signing someone or they're really confident in Tracy coming off that Achilles because. Yeah, I'm sure they'll draft somebody. Uh, I'm sure they'll draft somebody because I they probably like Kirby. So they'll probably draft a, a like a stronger safety because I feel like Kirby and Tracy are kind of somewhat in the same. And yeah, Tracy's bigger than Kirby from what I can see. But they're both kind of like free safety type bodies. You know, with those guys, I think that's the last thing I was saying. I think they're one and the same. And so I can see them adding a young, strong safety, somebody that they can find in the draft that's a big body that can tackle. You know, but still turn it over. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to always want somebody that can do that. But you want somebody that that, that really wants to fill that strong safety role. Because, like I said, if if something happens with Tracy, now you got a true strong safety and a free safety with Kirby. If something happened with Kirby, you still have a true strong safety, free safety with Tracy and whoever they drafted. So I can see them drafting a guy in the third round, probably again, like a like a Kirby Joseph third or fourth round if they have any I think they got some good picks coming up six picks I think in the in this year's draft yeah and they got five in the top 80 something like that yeah so um I think they uh I think they can get some some good guys and they've already done a pretty good job on defense and free agency. They brought back a bunch of guys. They brought back Alex Anzalone, team leader, team captain. John Kaminsky, who's kind of that edge inside rusher. Nose tackle Isaiah Bugs, who wasn't a captain, but kind of became a vocal leader for the team towards the end of the year. And then they bring back Will Harris in the slot. But 
he's likely going to be down the death chart. He's not going to be starting anymore because they signed Cam Sutton from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He can play slot. He can play outside. And they signed Emmanuel Mosley from the 49ers. He's coming off an ACL tear, so he might not start the year. But I believe they would expect him to play outside and to start. But either way, they've gone from, okay, now it's Jeff Okuda, it's Jerry Jacobs, and it's Will Harris. Those are our three starters. Mike Mike Hughes, he's a part-time starter to now. Will Harris is a backup. Okuda and Jerry Jacobs, one of them is probably a backup. And they've added two veterans. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I think you see the same thing with Jeff. Jeff came in around and had a, you know, a good year last year. But he's still, you know, one interception on the season, I think. I mean, it was a pick six, but still, it's only one, one interception. So, you know, it's just tough, man. It's tough. And you're right, one of those guys. Because they pay Cameron Sutton, he's gonna be a he's gonna play. Um, if 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 Emmanuel Mosley, I think that's his name, right? Yeah, he comes back off of his injury, he's probably gonna play. And did they sign him? Did they, did they get him for the slot? I mean, I think that's why you saw the deal that they gave Will one year, two and a half million. Hey, you can kind of be a special teams guy for us and kind of like a fill in. If we need you at safety, you can play safety for us. If we need you in the slot, you can kind of do these things for us. But we're not expecting you to have a prominent role. So we'll give you two and a half mil for a year. See how it go. You know. And that's why I kind of like continuity when you can bring back so many key pieces because it doesn't mean they're in the same role as last year. Now you got a guy like Will Harris who – played starter snaps for you last year and you don't have to rely on them, but you keep that same continuity. Everyone knows everyone. You get that feel. So I like those kind of moves. I like the Lions bringing back so many guys. And I'm, I'm hopeful for Cameron Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley that they can ball out. Like you said, we got to hope that they can be big time playmakers for us. Right. You got to turn the ball over your defensive back in the league, turn the ball over and you can put yourself in a situation. Be a tough Tackle, you don't have to be the, the biggest tackler, but show that you're willing to tackle and turn the ball over and you can be you can get some money. You can get a lot of money in the NFL as of late, depending on your position, of course. But uh, some positions, they are breaking the bank. Others, they're eleven million dollars for not top of the market cornerback money. I'll I'll take eleven and a half or eleven million dollars a year. Dude, that's. I mean, eleven million dollars a year. Like I said, when 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 I was a free agent, like nobody was getting deals like that. You know what I'm saying? So now, just to see, um, you know, average guys, or I won't say average, but like you know, not the big marquee name guys getting eleven million dollars a year is like, wow, okay. But there's more money to spend, and so they're spreading it around, giving more guys money, but. More guys getting money. It's less. All the the high end contracts are still the same. It's just they're spreading around the money. They're not paying the second tier of guys that they have. It seems. And the Lions, they're also paying a former teammate of yours. They bring back Graham Glasgow. I don't know if you saw that. Up to four and a half million dollars. So he's he's going to be competing at that right guard position with Hal Vitae coming off the back injury. 
And at worst, he fills in for Evan Brown, the center slash guard who goes to the Seattle Seahawks. But you played with Graham Glasgow. Any thoughts with him uh, returning to the team? Man, Graham was my locker mate. Was he? <laughs> yeah, Graham was my locker mate. I need to check on Graham because he was really into the Bitcoin when it first came out. Like, really into the Bitcoin. So I need to check on Graham, make sure he's still okay. <laughs> but Graham, yeah, Graham was a funny guy, man. Graham used to, oh my gosh, man. Graham used to, we would travel having a away game. Graham would have his suit on. And then he would fold his suit up and put it in his bag. And the next week we were having a away game. He will pull it out the bag and be like, well, I got to put this suit back on. Graham, yeah, I just folded it up and put it in my bag. <laughs> You can't do that, Graham, man. Graham was Shoot a funny guy, man. Man, Graham was Graham was one of those guys, man. He was oh my gosh, man. He was Graham, but yeah, he was my he was my locker mate. But he's a good football player. He's been around a good a long time. He's a good old lineman, so it's good to have him back in the locker room. I'd be uh, it'd be good to get out there and, and, and check out old Graham. That that is the most offensive lineman thing I have ever heard. You <laughs> no know, he's question. he's he got the suit on, but he's got all the folds in it. From oh my goodness, <laughs> Graham. Yeah, it was bad, but you know he was young. It, he was spending all his money on Bitcoin. He was spending all his money on Bitcoin, so he wasn't buying any suits or anything. So he had his one little black suit. He folded up, put it in his in his suitcase. And, when it was time to travel, he pulled it back out. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. It was the funniest uh, thing. You, you got to get that thing cleaned. You got to get it pressed. You got to get the, the fold marks out of your suit. The suit deserves more respect than that, Graham. But mm. at the same time, I want my offensive lineman to be like that. Just the right. road grader, nasty. So really love that signing and love that the the new front office of the Lions are like, hey, we're we're not shying away from the past. Graham, you, you did some great things for us. You did some great things for the Broncos this past year. Let's let's make it work. Let's bring you back. Yeah. Not the suit though. Get a get a get a get a new suit. I mean, hopefully he's graduated from that. He's a little older than I ground. I mean, you've been in a couple of years. Um, hopefully Bitcoin didn't do you that bad, but you should have a couple more coins in your pocket. Get you get you at least take your suit out the suitcase and, yeah. and put it in the cleaners. But yeah, I think that's a good sign and get him back. Good veteran on the O-line, a piece that can plug in and play probably a lot of different places on the O-line too. So he'll be a good guy that, that just want to, you know, I mean, he's a Michigan guy. You know, he's True. a Michigan guy. So he'll be happy to be back. True. I forgot he did attend the University of Michigan. The whole Glasgow family did, now that I remember it. Mm-hmm. A couple, remember a couple of years that you just see, oh, there's another one. There, oh, there's, mm-hmm. there's the third brother that we found. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's a good thing, and, and like you said, I like that about the um, the front office has really been doing a good job. I think Brad Holmes has really been doing a good job with you know how he's building the team, um, bringing guys back, bringing in new guys, you know, finding those those diamonds in the rough, those guys that can really play good football, but they don't cost you the whole salary cap, you know. So finding the Cameron Sutton that, you know, you see how he played in 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 Philly, I mean, Pittsburgh and you know, some of the things that he done, you know, you would expect him to do some of those same things, make some plays, bring his same energy and passion. Um 
it's a good good sign. And, you know, the Emmanuel Mosley, like, you know, some of the things that you saw him do before he got hurt, you know, they could be good, solid pieces. Not, like I said, I, you know, you, you hope they could turn into top-tier guys. But I think, you know, just looking at the money, all these guys are, you know, second to third tier guys money wise. You know, if, you know, if if 20 plus million is the top tier for a corner, then you got to think, you know, money wise, that'll put Slay as a second tier guy around the, you know, 18, 17, 18. You know, so you probably say 14 to 18 would be second tier guy. Because you got the top guys, I guess, going 18 to 20 something. I think. I, I don't even really know. I think. What, where's Jalen Ramsey at? I think he just got over 20 million. I think. Yeah, Jalen probably review. got over 20. And then you probably got, you know, one or two other guys that may be teetering around there. So then, you know, the top may be 18 to 22. And then, you know, your second tier is going to be you know, 14 to 18, you get those guys in that range. And then your third tier probably be, you know, 10 to 14. And then now you're getting down in the, you know, you're making 8 million a year, but that's just what we got to give you as a NFL defensive back, you know, that's expected to play. Um, So, yeah, they're not signing, but you hope that, you know, that Cameron Sutton can turn himself into that second tier top, you know what I'm saying? You know, teetering on, you know, being in one of those top tier guys. Um, but like I said, with the money that you gave him, you, you, you kind of know what they expect, the expectations are. And, you know, I think if he can just, you know, play to those expectations, I think they'll be fine. Um, obviously if he's exceed those expectations, they're going to be great. But if he just played to that, I think, he'll, I think they'll be fine. And that's the thing with free agency. You got to follow the money. That reveals all. Because teams lie to us all the time. All the time teams are lying. And then you can't lie when the contract comes out. We can all see it. You cannot lie with your signings. You cannot hide things. So when you're the Atlanta Falcons and you go out and you pay Taylor Heineke, backup quarterback money, but kind of starter money. It's in between there. You kind of wonder, oh, they might actually be out on Lamar Jackson. They might not have been lying there. Whereas the Green Bay Packers, they can't tell us anything right now because they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to be traded to the Jets. And we hear all sorts of conflicting stories. We hear that Aaron Rodgers is the one holding up the deal. He hasn't decided that he wants to go to the Jets. Oh, no, Aaron Rodgers actually does want to go to the Jets. It's the Packers that are now holding it up because they want to get the trade compensation Teams lie all the time. It's nice that we can actually see what's happening when these moves become official and we can say, yeah, no, you, that was a lie. You, you did not tell the truth there. You signed a quarterback when you said you wouldn't, but this Packers Aaron Rodgers saga, it's almost done. And it looks like Rodgers is going to the jets. I think that thing's going to get messy. Think so. Yeah. Because it's just a lot of, it's a lot of pieces in there that we're not really, you know, when you start thinking about it, Aaron Rodgers, you're not a free agent. So to go to the Jets, there has to be a trade. 
So now you are already 90%, you said, retired. So from the Jets standpoint, do you give up the whole house to get Aaron Rodgers and then he walks out after a year if it don't go great? For the Packers, hey, man, you said you want to go to the Jets, but all we heard was you want to be traded. We don't have to send you to the Jets. What if, you know, I don't know. What if the Texans come calling because they want a good quarterback and they offer us this? Hey, Aaron, I know you wanted to go to the Jets, but sorry, bro. We're sending you to Houston. Right? Does he say, oh, I don't want to go to Houston. I'm just going to retire? You know what I'm saying? Like like you say, Green Bay is heard to be slowing up the deal. Why? Because they want compensation. Like, y'all want Aaron? Like, what, y'all want, what are y'all willing to give us for Aaron? But I, I think that of... just goes to show, like, the nastiness of it all. It's like, man, Aaron's been there for a lot of years, done a lot of great things for for your organization, your franchise. Like, the time has come. It all it comes to everybody for the most part. He wants to go to New York Jets. Let's make the deal happen. Like, don't sit there and try to hold the Jets hostage. Like, y'all guys should be able to find something that's a win-win for both. And Aaron should be able to be a part of that too. Like, at least reassuring the Jets, hey, I'm not going to play for a year and walk out. I'll at least give you guys two years. Because it's not fair to the Jets to have to give up everything to get Aaron. And then they start out 0-3 and he's like canned. You know, like, so we need to get a commitment from Aaron. Like, are you going to be at the offseason program? Like, are you going to do some of these things? Are you, are you going to be reinvigorated with energy to come in and try to uplift our program? Otherwise, you know, it's tough, you know. But again, for Green Bay, you know, you want to get something for Aaron. You've, 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 you know, y'all had a longstanding, you know, deal you know and and you said it i mean i saw a headline i mean stafford stafford was in the same boat right you know he's with detroit for a lot of years and yeah he never brought a super bowl to detroit or a playoff win or anything like that but he's the you know all-time leader in all these categories and things like that and longtime detroit guy right so the rams gave up what they did to get stafford so but Stafford wasn't 90% retired either. You know, although he may be 90% retired now, <laughs> but he wasn't 90% retired when they signed him. You know, but, you know, life has happened. He's gotten injured and he's won a Super Bowl now. And, you know, things with him and his body, his wife, and things like that, he may be leaning closer to retirement now. And I haven't talked to Stafford. So none of this is, you know, credible. This is just me speculating based off of what I see. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen with the Jets. I think the deal could actually get messy if um, if both teams don't want to just lower ego and pride or whatever and just make it happen. 
Yeah, and, and for the Jets, they're going to start feeling pressure from the fan base because, well, you, Aaron said he wants to come. Make it happen, Woody Johnson. Why hasn't it happened yet? You're really mm-hmm. going to cause us to miss out on this? And uh, I think you might be right. And I've heard rumors that Jimmy G, he hasn't actually signed his deal with the Raiders. Could the Raiders come and make a surprise run back at Aaron Rodgers? It, I'm not predicting that, but just there are a lot of opportunities for this to get messy. This thing going to get messy. I'm telling you. It can get messy. Yeah, and it's the NFL, and it's Aaron Rodgers, so of course it's going to get messy, isn't it? <laughs> He's the king of that, man. <laughs> He's the king of that. He's the king of that, man. I think he loves it. He knows exactly what he's doing, man. He loves that trash. Oh, he does. He 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 loves the drama. He loves to be in the headlines. the The Adam Schefter text. Uh, Adam Schefter texted me, "Lose my number." He loves it. He feeds off of that. Yeah, probably probably loves the fact that we're talking about him right now. No question. No question. Just me knowing Aaron, and I don't know him personally. I know him a little bit because I've played against him a lot of times. But he loves it. Uh, well, I think on that note, we will call it a day. Glover, any final thoughts? Any parting words of wisdom? Any pluggables to plug? Nah, I don't really have any parting words of wisdom, man. Just be just be good people, man. And go check out my, my framing page. I'll finally say something about it. Uh, yeah, this is fun. You know, life is about having fun and doing things that you love to do. And so you guys love watching football. I'm glad you guys get to watch them. I'm glad you guys listen to us as we talk a little bit about football, give you a little information, inside scoop, a little perspective on football. So that's a cool thing. You're doing what you love to do. Hopefully every day you wake up and you get to do what you love to do. Uh, everybody don't get to do what they love to do every day they wake up. And I hope you do. And that's what I get to do. I get to wake up and do podcasts. Sometimes I get to do frames. Sometimes I get to do things in life that I love to do. So make good decisions in your life so that you can wake up and do the things that you absolutely love to do. And go check out GQ frames. Follow those passions wherever they may be. Follow at GQ underscore frames because that account is just absolute fire. The amount of inc- the amount of legendary jerseys, the amount of cool things, title belts, books, the, the things that most people wouldn't expect could be framed. Glover is the man to do it. So you got to check out GQ frames. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Should be some more exciting things coming through the pipeline. And we will be there to follow along with all the exciting things coming down the pipeline, both personally for you with your business and professionally for the Detroit Lions as well. But until then, we will see you next time. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.